fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Okay, we are... We have to take these things seriously because women need to be believed. Uh, And here is what Ocasio-Cortez said when she left the border guard yesterday. Listen carefully. In that last facility... I was not safe from the officers in that facility. Do you have any comment about what was posted about you in the alleged Facebook group? I mean, I think it's just a, it's it's just indicative of of the violent culture that we saw on the inside. Wow, the violent culture that she just saw. She in that facility that she went to check out with all the cameras and everything else. She was not safe. I wish there had been somebody around that might have witnessed her feeling unsafe. And I understand we have somebody who had witnessed that or couldn't explain exactly what happened yesterday. Because we must take her seriously. She must be believed. In one minute. This is the Glenbeck Program. Hey, so have you ever sent out an e-invitation? Love this, because one of the biggest sites on the Internet for e-invitations is officially admitted to a security breach, and a hacker has put all that information up for sale. Ten million user records uh, from the site. Names, usernames, email addresses, passwords, dates of birth, phone numbers, mailing addresses. This is great. If you sent out an e-invitation before February of this year, that's when the breach happened is in February, your your information probably is out on the dark web. Now, that's why you need LifeLock, because LifeLock is watching all of these things. LifeLock uh, is looking for your information for sale. And if it is for sale or if it's been breached, um, they have the in-house specialist, U.S.-based restora- restoration specialists that are going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the best in the business, and they can uncover the threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and get an extra 10% off your first year if you use the promo code BACK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com and use the promo code BACK for an extra 10% off. Promo code BACK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. She wasn't safe, Stu. She was not no. safe. You, you, I'm glad you're aware of that. When I heard this, I thought to myself, my gosh, these Border Patrol agents are animals. They're just animals. Physically and emotionally putting Ocasio-Cortez in an unsafe atmosphere. Uh, and, of course, all women must be believed. And so we're going, we're shooting from the hip on that one. We're just going to believe her and take her at her word. And we have somebody, uh, and what is your name again? Hello? Yes. Hi, my name is Brittany. Hi, hi Brittany. Hi, I'm an aide to Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. You are what? I'm an aide You're to an Alexandra aide. Ocasio-Cortez. Okay, so. I was on the trip to the border. You were on the trip. I was. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, what I witnessed was shocking. Was shocking. To the American people. Okay. Uh, and so you were there when she was unsafe. She was unsafe. All right. Did you from feel... From the un- officers. Yeah. Did you feel unsafe? I did feel unsafe as well. Okay. All right. Um, I was very disturbed by the way that the officers 
were were threatening Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Okay, what? So what? So how was she being threatened? She was physically abused. She was physically abused while at the facility, and you witnessed it. I did. Okay. There was one officer in particular. Uh huh. Who physically abused Alexandria Ocasio Cortez? Okay. With his pupils. With his pupils. Yes, he physically looked at her. Uh huh. Multiple times. Multiple times. And and I, I can't believe I had to witness it. Well, wait, but wait. <laughs> okay. the, did I say the officers were doing it? Yes, you did. Because the officers were looking at him, her with her with the pupils. Uh huh. And at one point, she was molested with a retina. Okay, um, um, so and it was not just the physical abuse; it was also mental abuse that I witnessed. How was the mental abuse? Um, one officer was thinking about her repeatedly. How how do you thinking know? Thinking over and over again. Thinking about what? These officers mm-hmm. who at other they heard the thoughts. The in, what? The thoughts uh-huh. inside of his head. Right. Or about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Okay, how do you know that? There was, I was a social media post about mm-hmm. her. Okay. This is the Holocaust. The Holocaust of social media posts occurred okay. to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez okay. while I was there. Okay. And these these Holocaust-like posts. Right. They they this was assassination by meme. Assassination by meme. By meme. Uh, these these are people who are former border agents or people who said they were former, former border agents okay. or people who said they knew someone who was a former border agent <laughs> right. or someone who has once seen a former border agent who post memes <laughs> that were negative about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Okay, and that is the Holocaust. The Holocaust of memes, yes. Yeah, okay, so may I... One person uh, who's a prisoner... Mm-hmm told Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez while she was there mm-hmm. that she was recently forced to sleep on a bed of needles. On a bed of needles? Infected ne- needles. Infected bed of needles. By the, the, the needles were infected by government-created HIV because <laughs> they were the ones that did that. Right. I don't and think so. And then but- this poor prisoner was carved up with a machete by a man wearing a hockey mask who was a right. former border agent? Okay, I don't. I and don't think any of this happened. They were put in a barrel of acid, right? And dissolved. Okay, so and I, only because Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was coming did they surgically repair her. They surgically repaired her they after did, they, they dissolved cover, her and to cover what they did at the border. Okay, so did you see the bed of needles? I did. I. Hello, what what was that? Uh, that was, oh, well, that was me rolling my window up, just like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez does when she gets tough questions. Okay. Okay. All right, Brittany, thank you very much for the uh, report. I appreciate it. So she has refuses to re- uh, refuse to respond to claims that uh, she saw people drinking out of toilets. I... I would I I I wish you would look here's the thing that should happen. When I saw this report yesterday, 
I thought this is the most outrageous. I mean, remember, this is the woman who compared these to concentration camps. So we're lucky that she didn't say that, the, you know, the border guard was shoving people into showers and uh, into ovens. Um, but instead, she said they're forcing people to drink out of toilets. Now, I cannot imagine this happening. But stranger things have happened, right? I guess. Stranger things have happened. So stranger things have happened than a prisoner, a supposed prisoner who's saying uh, things about the people who are watching them, the guards, Mm -hmm. because that never occurs. Mm -hmm. Someone who commits an offense like crossing Mm -hmm. the border illegally Mm -hmm. would never say something negative about Border Patrol. They should just be immediately believed without even a hint of skepticism. Right. Especially that we know that a lot of the organizers are uh, from... uh, uh, chicago and our our communists and marxists so when they see their ally ocasio cortez come in i can't imagine anyone running to the running to the chain link fence and saying oh they were forcing me to drink out of toilets i can't imagine that happening no, no. Um, however let's just take it at face value because when somebody makes a charge like that we should know for instance let's say let me think of something that would just never happen uh, you were walking down the street in the middle of the night, let's say in Chicago, and somebody said, this is Trump country, and then put a noose around somebody's neck. We should take that seriously and then figure out, did that really happen or not? Mm. It's kind of important to investigate. So when I first saw this yesterday, my first thought was, if I'm Donald Trump, I immediately dispatch the FBI. And I go to Ocasio-Cortez, and I, I seriously say to them, I don't want to show any, you know, some sort of, sort of show investigation. I want an actual investigation. We want you to investigate exactly what she said. Then I want her to identify that woman. We'll take that woman and we'll put her into protective custody. So there's, there's you know, not going to be a problem with the border guards. The FBI can take her if they want uh, and make sure that she's protected and taken care of. We want to know the description of the border guard. We want to know his name. I'm sure she remembered his badge number because if somebody was saying that, I would I would try to remember at least his name. Uh, and then I want a full investigation on that. And if those border guards are doing those things, I want them fired. Now, on the off chance that this didn't happen, I would like to prosecute anyone who is making outrageous charges like this. Because you just can't go in and make charges If we're going to take every woman seriously, I think we need to start with Ocasio-Cortez. Let's take her seriously. Let's send the FBI down. She felt unsafe. She felt unsafe in that facility. My gosh, let's let's get it on the record. What exactly was making her feel unsafe in that facility? Now, I can't imagine that the, the ProPublica story that coincidentally came out at the same time she was making this charge. I can't imagine that she had prior notice of that, and this was a great way to hype that story. 
But let's take her at her word. I'm sure she was asked for comment, considering she was the first person named in the story. So she, obviously mm. she would know, unless ProPublica is a horrible, horrible mm. journalism organization mm. that decided not to get comment from the well, people mentioned. It's just an amazing mm. coincidence that she happened to be down at the border and she felt unsafe in that facility. Mm-hmm. At exactly the same time that that story was coming out. And again, what's the story exactly? I want to make sure I understand that people post bad things online. Is that a news story? Is it? Because, gosh, I've seen a lot of terrible things posted about you, but yet never one report about how awful it was. That is a, I mean, I can't believe a public figure would have nasty things posted about them on the internet. What an incredible scoop it was by ProPublica. Wait a minute. It was not just nasty things. They were things that made her feel unsafe. Were they? I guess they were. I mean, I she was, I don't know why she thinks that the people that she was standing near were the ones who did it they're like this was uh, was this how did we know they were border guards well this is a facebook private group and like the facebook private groups with ten thousand people all you need to know is have a, an invite from someone you could be five steps removed from a border agent and be in that group it's the and dumbest the way, thing I've ever... Just so you know. And by the way, border agents are people, right? Like, so, yeah. yes, they also have dark humor and do bad things. There are some agents mm-hmm. that obviously make inappropriate jokes. Mm-hmm. What world do you think you live in? Mm-hmm. This is... we. Every conservative that has ever posted anything negative about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in any level of critique has been accused of much worse. I don't know if you remember Ben Shapiro asking Ocasio-Cortez to uh, debate and she accused him of catcalling not some random person 10 steps removed from alexandria ocasio-cortez but her herself she said it she accused him of doing that because he asked for a debate on on the issues like, well i just it's, know it's that absurd. ben shapiro has never felt unsafe from things that were said about him on the internet. oh no i have never <laughs> felt unsafe ever by things that were said by people on the internet or in Facebook groups or Think Progress or, you know, basically from the floor of Congress. I've never felt unsafe by anything like that. We need to take her seriously. And I mean it. The president needs to investigate this story. The FBI should investigate this story. If the border guards are doing the things in the facility. Remember, she felt unsafe in this facility. How stupid does a border guard have to be to do that to a member of Congress with witnesses around? She also claims they're drinking out of toilets. I want to know, is that true? Is that If that's true, then those border guards need to be dismissed and fired immediately. If they were doing something criminal, they should go to jail. But on the off chance (laughs) that they didn't do that, we must put a stop to people making crazy, crazy statements. And then they're just floating out there in space. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So the Federal Reserve has indicated that it intends to keep interest rates low for the rest of the year. So right now, 
we have an opportunity to get our financial house in order and set our course for our family's future. It's really important that you consolidate your debt at low interest rates so you can pay off those credit cards. It's important that you lock in uh, a, a, uh, a fixed rate instead of an adjustable rate for your mortgage. Because eventually rates go up. But if you can lock it in for 30 years or 15 years at a at a low rate, lock it in, you know that you'll be able to afford your home. But once those rates start to float and if they start to go up, you can quickly double your uh, double your your monthly payment and you're out of a house. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to AmericanFinancing.net. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. It'll take you 10 minutes on the phone. You tell them what they're, you're trying to do. They work for you. They don't work for the banks. In fact, they have a, they have a, you know, they actually have a thing where you can say, I don't want, and apparently this happens a lot. I don't want my loan to ever be sold to Wells Fargo. And they put that on the note and they don't sell your loan to Wells Fargo ever. Uh, you can you can really work with these people and trust them because they're like-minded. Call 800-906-2440. They are fiscally responsible. AmericanFinancing.net. Call 800-906-2440. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. So I was uh, drinking out of the toilet uh, this morning. <gasps> Did you see, too, that they, they talked about the, the, there's like, you know, in these facilities, which are obviously largely not intended for any long stays, they have these units that bring in the water and it has a toilet below and on top of it, kind of behind it is mm-hmm. where the sink is. Mm-hmm. And people are like, do you think maybe when they said the toilet, like because there's a sink also sort of attached to the same unit, that might have been what they were referring to and that they were they did not like the idea that they were drinking water that came out of a, a, a place that was pipe. too close, essentially, mm-hmm. to. But it was clean it's water, the same but, water. Yeah, it's the same water. It's going there. But I got news for you in your bathroom. It's the same it's water. The same your water. sink might be a little if you're lucky. It might be a little more than two feet away. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Uh, that might have been what it was. And then they asked her and she's like, oh, no, they said they had to go into the bowl. Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, obviously this doesn't happen. Ridiculous. Come on. I ridiculous. Mean, really? Is that Does anyone I'm so tired. honestly believe this occurred? Does I, anyone on earth I, believe it occurred? Ocasio-Cortez. I don't even think she believes it occurred. I mean, oh, she just, I think she convinces you, you go into, herself. I think she's in auto-believe mode, right? Yeah. Anything they said that was negative, she would have believed, no mm-hmm. matter what it was. Yes. Because she wants to believe that it's Correct. negative, right? Um, so I, that's my belief on it. I don't, think she, I don't think she actually believes these things occurred. And she, you notice how she worded these things. She's like, oh, well, I was, I was being uh, harassed by the border uh, agents. You know, it's a nicely worded thing that doesn't necessarily mean... It occurred when all the cameras were around. It mm-hmm. could just be the things that got posted in no, that No, she said group. in that last facility, she did I say felt unsafe. By the, by the officers. Mm-hmm. Officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, is, that is what she said. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess she doesn't even have that out now. No, so because, I would because I mean I strongly recommend I FBI investigation. Tend to believe there's cameras all around there. And it's funny no. because because they they made they were very upset that they were asked to check their phones going into the facility. Uh, so they did, but heroic Joaquin Castro smuggled in a device to get some footage, and what a brave man he oh. is. And uh, it's certainly nothing, to, you know, his brother's running for president. But don't, 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 that's not at all important to, to pull a stunt like this. Um, and But you know what? All these terrible things happened. The only thing he was able to get, though, was a bunch of women sitting comfortably in sleeping bags. Uh, but mm. they were on the floor. Oh, my God. And uh, unlike so my daughter minute, who minute, sleeps on minute. the floor in her sleeping bag next to her bed inexplicably yes, uh, every night. Yes, um, that is the the most horrific thing that's ever well, happened. Well, I think that you can make a case that they're used to sleeping on the dirt outside mm. for this, you know, this long journey of theirs. Know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of journey. Uh, they're usually, you know, copping a squat by a cactus. Uh, and mm. now we're forcing them to, you know, put a sleeping bag down on a clean floor. If there's only some recourse for these people, if there's only some way for them to avoid these facilities, Boy. like, I don't know, like turning around and going the opposite direction. No, that's not back possible. to their home. Oh, you want to go back to the past. Mm. I say we keep them marching forward. Yeah. We open our borders and we march them all the way to the Canadian border and help them across the Canadian border. I'm sure we'd have great response from the Canadians. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right. People say, what can I do to help save the Republic? What can I do? I feel like there's nothing I can do. Well, that's a lie. There's something you can do, and that is switch your mobile phone service to PatriotMobile.com. This is not this is not an ad going, hey, look at the flags. These guys are Patriots. This is a company that was started by veterans uh, and not still haven't hit a reason for you to switch. Uh, they do not give their money to Planned Parenthood, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which uh, starts out as your money. Now they're starting to interest me in switching. Wait a minute. AT&T and all those others, they're giving it to La Raza and everybody else. Yeah, huge donors. So why am I giving their my money to them? Okay, I'm interested. Patriot Mobile wants you to switch because they're going to save you a ton of money and you have the same great service. Everybody's on the same cell towers. Switch now. Get a free month of service to PatriotMobile.com and use the promo code BECK. Promo code BECK, free month of service, easy to switch. PatriotMobile.com. Promo code BECK. Tonight on TV, David Barton is in to talk about some, some amazing history for 4th of July week. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. According to the FBI, the average loss in burglary is about $2,000 or just above. Now, that can be hard to recover from. Even so, only one in five have home security. And I think it's mainly because the security companies make it so hard to get security. But Simply Safe is different. Their system protects every door, every window, every room with 24-7 professional monitoring. With Simply Safe, there's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print. It's designed to blend right into your home without wires, without drilling. It's easy 
easy to order. It's easy to set up. You can usually do it in under an hour. And the system has won tons of awards from CNET to the New York Times wire cutter. Around the clock monitoring, $15 a month without a contract. If you go to simplysafe.com slash Glenn, you're going to get a free HD security camera when you order. That's a $100 value. So get your free HD security camera now by going to simplysafe.com slash Glenn. Order today, simplysafe.com slash Glenn. Simplysafe.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the uh, program in uh, news that proves mm, we're not anywhere close to Kansas anymore, Toto. 49-year-old Roy Larner. Uh, he was defending himself against jihadist who killed eight people, injured 38 others. Now, do you remember this is the London Bridge attack two years ago? Remember the Islamists came on London Bridge. They just started slaughtering people, killing people. And this guy, 49-year-old guy, he defended himself. The attack left him with more than 80 stitches to his head, ear, arms, and hands after two of the terrorists slashed at his head and neck. Following the attack, Lerner revealed that the terrorists had shouted, this is for Allah, Islam, 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 during the rampage. So he fights these guys off. Now, this is not like, uh, you know, they were having a planned thing. This was a planned attack. This was not a, a peaceful gathering as, of Islamists. These were people who came on to London Bridge and just started killing people two years ago. So he was uh, awarded the, the highest uh, civilian award for gallantry. He was given the George Cross. Seems great. So far, everything seems great, right? Well, apparently, he was contacted and interviewed by a far right wing group. And the man who says, I am not political at all, has now been put on the government's terror watch list the guy who fought against terrorists is now on a terrorist watch list for fears that he might become an extremist he is now being forced to attend de-radicalization classes and is now being monitored by the police could could we could we maybe see if we can get a hold of this guy? Because uh, they're it's going to make it worse for him. We're <laughs> now either, he's really not going to yeah, be. Now he's really going to be in the terrorist watch we're list. We're either missing something in this story, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, England has gone full fledged bat crap crazy. Is it possible this guy was spotted with a Betsy Ross flag? Because that well, you want to talk about a sign of terrorists, not a, not in his shoes. Basically, the number one sign of terrorism in, in in the world is the Betsy Ross flag. Well, she was a horrible human being. Oh my gosh! Yes, I don't know Thank anything you. really about her except she was a seamstress, and mm-hmm. probably the story's not true. But <laughs> I am I am so offended by the Betsy Ross flag because it shows that you are a crazy kook. I oh, for does. one, I for one, am glad that Nike listened to Colin Kaepernick 
and pulled all those shoes from the market. Well, I mean, he has a lot of evidence that the Betsy Ross flag uh, is uh, basically the, you know, it's basically white supremacy. It's basically a white hood is what I see it as. Amen. BuzzFeed has pointed this out, by the way, and Mm -hmm. they have nailed it. Listen to the evidence piling up. It's so, it's piled so high, you can't see the top of the Mm -hmm. heap Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. this evidence. Are you Mm -hmm. ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. Number one. Yes. A 2018 story by The Outline noted that the Betsy Ross flag was on display in the home of a member of a white nationalist group. Shut up. That's number one. Shut up. And you think, well, that's more than enough to remove this historical uh, Well, that's why I have been boycotting Lucky Charms, because Mm -hmm. that white supremacist also was eating Lucky Charms. And I'm telling you right now, General Mills Mm. is a white supremacist (laughs) symbol. Everything sure. General Mills makes, I boycott. Mm-hmm. I don't want it on the shelves. Thank I am you. telling my local grocer, you carry anything made by General Mills, <laughs> and I am out. You are a racist. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might say that's one piece of evidence Okay, okay from yeah. 2018. You're right. like, you don't have anything from, from this year so far, but the year isn't. I mean, it's not over yet. Uh, did you hear that David Duke also eats cereal from General Mills? No, I was Mills? talking about the. Uh, I was talking about the flag. Oh, the Lucky Charms. There's plenty of evidence. Oh, on I that. thought that was enough for no. me to hate the flag. There's more evidence. There's more. So 2018, one Betsy Ross flag mm-hmm. spotted in the home of one guy who mm-hmm. belonged to a white supremacist group. That's pe- evidence piece number one. Number two, as if in- you need more. As if you need more in 2016. Mm. Now, 2016, you might notice I skipped over 2017. There were no pieces of evidence, apparently, that the Betsy Ross flag had anything to do with white supremacy in 2017. That's what they want you to think. Or so far, 2019. Let me tell you something. That's what the racist uh, right-wing media wants you to right, believe. Right-wing media I like mean, BuzzFeed. Yeah, yeah. and CNN. Mm-hmm. But in 2016, now listen to this white supremacy. Are you ready? Yeah. At a high school school. in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Which is basically, it's a hood in the form of Uh, a city. Let me just remind you, Grand Wizard, Grand Grand Rapids. Rapids. Uh What, What kind of, let me think, what kind of rapids? White Water rapids, exactly commonly right. referred to. Everybody knows it. So it's gr- code. It's a dog whistle. Yep. <laughs> Us in 2016, students at a high school in Grand Rapids, Michigan, displayed the Betsy Ross flag. Not on Cinco de Mayo. Please tell me not on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> no. Okay. Worse. Worse. Worse than that. I can't even think of that. Uh-huh. This is becoming the flag holocaust. And you might think, wow, is there a white supremacy? Gathering at a high, high school, school in, in Grand in Grand Rapids. Right, you think course. it must be that? Well, no. Mm-mm. In 2016, students at a high school in Grand Rapids displayed the Betsy Ross flag along with a Trump campaign flag. Oh my god! It's even worse. Oh my uh-huh. gosh! Yep. Uh-huh, the student school superintendent Nike, later apologized. How did Nike miss these yeah. bombshells? So let me just review. Okay. And I don't know if we have time for me to get through all these again, but right. let me just review all of them. Just give me the right highlights. Now. Okay, I'll give you the highlights. Okay, 2018, yeah. 
one guy yeah. who was in a white supremacist group yeah. had the flag. Holy cow. In along with cereal along made with by probably cereal, General Mills. You by put those two together. Irish cereal. Yes, by yes. The way. Lucky Charms. What do you think they're saying? And then in 2016, only yeah. two years before that. Only two only years. Only two years separated these incidents. A, this is showing a pattern. Yes. And this one was a flag with the Betsy Ross flag next to a Trump campaign flag. And there you go. Hear the dog whistle? Well, no, you're not supposed to be able to hear dog whistles unless you hear a dog. You know who can hear it? People in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Those people can hear it. Because they're racists. As evidenced by this 2016 school... That displayed a, a flag of a candidate that won approximately half the now, vote. Now, you might ask yourself, why are you guys talking about the Betsy Ross flag being a symbol of obvious hatred and racism? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Nike has yanked a USA-themed sneaker featuring an early American flag. Notice notice, CNN is covering, oh, sorry, this is the Wall Street Journal, covering for Nike right now, just saying an early American flag. No, it's the Betsy Ross flag that has a long history of two mm-hmm. incidences of being a racist symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Colin Kaepernick told the company it shouldn't sell a shoe with a symbol that he and others consider offensive. Yeah, because he really should have the veto rights over all of America and what they find offensive. Right? Colin Kaepernick, his head is just screwed on so well that he's the guy that should make the judgments for all of us. Yeah. Mm. Well, but wait a minute. I thought it wasn't about the flag. No, it's not. Why would you say it's about the flag? These are these are people who are patriotic that were kneeling on the but field. He, no, hey, the but hang deep, on. He said it's a an sell utter a patriotism. Right. He says he shouldn't sell it. They shouldn't sell a shoe with a symbol that he and others consider offensive. So but the symbol was the flag. No, I remember it's not about the flag. I have. I have. Well, well, let's listen back to Don Lemon, okay, who can right. tell us the true okay. origins right. of this debate. Here's Don Lemon. Number one, she is a black woman. She's a mixed race woman. When you see her, you see her blackness, but she is also weird... South Asian. Her mom is South Asian, okay. and her dad is <laughs> mixed. Okay. I don't know how we're we, we, uh, listen. There he is. More power to her, mm-hmm. and I think what? it's great. That is mm-hmm. that should oh, be here. enough. Mm-hmm. Listen, it is enough that she's a black woman. We are not a monolith. But no, 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 exactly. no, 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 I think, you, I think like you're that. not, you're not Go hearing ahead. what people are saying. The people who are saying is she black enough, that's bull, that's BS. But to, to, to want a saying. distinction to the, say, is she African-American or is she black or is she hmm. they, I think this whatever. is the wrong yeah. This is another really good Don Lemon cut, I'm yeah. sure. Yes. Can you play the video, please, of Don Lemon? Taking a knee at an NFL game was never about the flag no. or the military. Never. never. That's what the president wants you to believe. Yes. Ah. It gives his insulting sons of bitches comment cover. Yes, mm. it a does. That not only insults hardworking professional men, mm-hmm. but tries to drag their mothers down. Mm. To yes, his level the as mothers, because well. the sons Taking of bitches a knee get it. Is a constitutionally protected expression. Uh. It falls within league rules. Right. Period. Right. If anyone actually believes mm. this is about the flag. Uh-huh. Then you must believe oh. Rosa Parks protest was about a bus. Oh, that's ah, right. See? It wasn't about the flag. You know what else gave Donald Trump a little cover about it being about the flag? It being about the flag. <laughs> 
And now it being confirmed. This is about sneakers. Oh, this is about sneakers. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the flag. Now he works for a sneaker company, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that it was something else about these sneakers, not just the flag being a quote symbol that he and others consider offensive. So here's what Nike did. Nike took those uh, sneakers and shipped them all over the U.S. for Independence Day and then shipped them all back to be destroyed or more likely shipped to a homeless shelter where they will be worn by the homeless, which oh my good gosh. for them. Disrespect. Uh, but them. probably not in America because they probably wouldn't want that to be seen. So they'll ship them over to Africa or someplace else where people will gladly grab those sneakers uh, and wear them proudly. I and- hope they cut the back of the, the, the shoe out, though. So that people don't see the Betsy Ross flag, which, by the way, need I remind you, was used in two prominent white supremacist attacks, including the display in one home of one person and next to a Donald Trump flag in 2018 and 2016. Now, we are we are going to do the work that other journalists won't do. We are going to find out if Don Lemon has ever had any breakfast cereal from General Mills. <laughs> Bastard. Bastard. That Donald Trump has had breakfast cereal from General Mills. Need I say more? Okay, Google and Facebook uh, treats you like the product because you are. Their entire business strategy is to gather as much data about you and sell it to companies who want to sell you something or subliminally influence your opinions. The only way to fight back is the is is to have a, a virtual private network. You are being manipulated, and it is only going to get much, much worse. Things in your feed are manipulated. People are learning everything about you so they can accomplish what Amazon and Jeff Bezos says is um, uh, product certainty. That they're going to be able to predict you at least 95% of the time exactly. Well, I don't feel comfortable with that. Thank you very much. So I have Norton Secure VPN, and may I suggest you do as well. It's really easy. You just download the app. You put in your passcode one time. It uh, will secure your laptop or mobile device. It uses banking encryption. So you're at a pretty high standard here. Get Norton Secure VPN ASAP. You can enjoy the convenience of the connected world without any of the worries about online privacy or security. Just head to Norton.com. That's Norton.com slash VPN. Prices start at about $333 a month. That's Norton.com slash VPN. I think Stu was the first one to say it, and I agreed with him uh, wholeheartedly that Kamala Harris is, is the one that is the most dangerous to President Trump and the rest of the field. Uh, She is a former prosecutor. Well, the new polls have come out, and they are worth looking at. Uh, Biden, I think, is over. Now, a lot could happen. Yeah. But I I think, uh, you know, I I think we learned a lot. We'll get into those uh, here coming up after the top of the hour. The Salvadorian president has accepted blame Monday for the deaths of a migrant father and daughter who drowned last month trying to cross the Rio Grande River. The Rio Grande is uh, where these two, the father and this 
sweet little child hanging on to his neck, both passed away. Now, whose fault is that? It's not the Salvadorian presidents. It's not uh, anybody's fault. It is the mother and the father. It's their fault. Now, what he said was people don't flee their homes because they want to. People flee their homes because they feel they have to. Why? Because they don't have a job, because they're being threatened by gangs, because they don't have basic things like water, education, or health. We can blame any country, but what about our blame? What country did they flee to? Did they flee to the United States? They fled El Salvador. They fled our country. It's our fault. He also said, migration should be an option, not an obligation. Whoa. This is the first time I've seen a politician actually say something where he's taking responsibility for something that he really doesn't have to take responsibility for. But really, isn't that the way we should be looking at things? Because we can't house everybody. Why isn't the outcry to help countries like El Salvador? That would at least make more sense. Can we help them more? Can we help them with their clean water and their gang problem? I don't want to get involved in another country, but at least that argument would make more sense. You're listening to Glenn Beck. If you already own a home, it uh, might be time to think about refinancing. According to new data, more than half a million homeowners could lower their mortgage rates by doing so. Are you one of them? A 10-minute phone call to the salary-based mortgage consultants to American Financing uh, will will help you answer that question. Can I save money? Some people can save up to $1,000 a month. Get started now with a free mortgage pre-qualification from the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. They have an A-plus rating with the BBB, over 2,500 Google reviews. They never charge upfront fees like some lenders who charge 500 bucks just to qualify. They can utilize every single loan in the industry. They'll customize a loan program and a term to fit your financial needs. Evening and weekend hours to meet your schedule. I mean, they have everything that you need and they work for you. So call AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, Joe Biden is still the front runner, but barely. And I predict he ain't going to be the candidate. Everyone who thinks that he is uh, thinks so because, well, he's the next in line. He's the most logical. He was the vice president. He's the he's the least radical. He's the guy who can fight back against Donald Trump. I don't think any of that is right. Kamala Harris is the one that I think will get the nomination, especially if things continue the way they are. The latest poll numbers and why people are flocking to different candidates after the first couple of debates in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
Uh, it's a, a special month for Americans. Uh, we have the 4th of July uh, ceremonies that are happening uh, for Independence Day in just a couple of days. We have our museum open. If you are anywhere in the Dallas area, come spend 4th of July with us. The July 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th uh, here at the Mercury Studios, we show you all about freedom. And it, the tour begins with the original first draft of the Declaration of Independence. The Gettysburg Address is here, uh, the, uh, the 13th Amendment, the Emancipation Proclamation, things that just rarely see the light of day, all here at the Mercury Studios. Come celebrate uh, this, uh, this 4th of July and Independence Day with us. Get your tickets at mercuryone.org. Um, but we also need to look at our rights all of our rights and the Bill of Rights. And if we know them, we can protect them. Uh, and one of our rights is a constitutionally guaranteed right to bear arms. And the United States Concealed Carry Association, the USCCA, helps Americans like you and me protect our Second Amendment rights. If you don't have the First Amendment and you don't have the Second Amendment, you got nothing else. Uh, they offer the UC, uh, USCCA expert training, education, self-defense, legal protection, which is really important. And this week, for Independence Day, they're giving away 1776 for guns, ammo, and gear. So win over $1,000, almost $2,000, $1,776. It's the 4th of July Freedom Giveaway. And with it, you get two free chances to win 1776 in cash just by texting the word BECK to the number 87222. The prize money will get you a Ruger Mini, uh, 14, an Otis cleaning system, nine-line wood flag sign, ammo. All you need to do is just text the word B-E-C-K, Beck, to the number 87222. There is a catch, as always. Uh, this ends on Friday, July 5th. They're going to be drawing on Friday, so you got to get it in now. Claim your two free entries. Win right now at text. Uh, all you have to do is text Beck to the number 87222. Beck, 87222. Oh. Stu, how excited are you? The political glass ceiling may be shattered. Oh, thank goodness. Well, actually, it was already shattered, well, by, uh, what was her name? Uh, Geraldine Ferraro. Ferraro. Uh, and then it was shattered again by Hillary Clinton. But this time, Don't maybe... Don't forget about Sarah Palin as well. Oh, yeah, Sarah Palin. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, but this time, if this time, it might be shattered. It might be. Yeah, for the fourth time. We've been told over and over again it was only white men that were getting any votes in this primary. Well, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. That's it. was it. Uh, obvious that, that uh, the... the People that vote Democrat were racist yeah. because they it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. They're calling their own people racist, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently not so. Not no, so. not now. Yeah, it's uh, almost like they were looking to hear the voices in a debate and then compare instead of just jumping on a bandwagon because <laughs> of what's in your pants. Yeah, and this has been uh, kind of a different these polls look a lot different than they did just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Joe Biden, again, we said this over and over again. It's Joe Biden's to lose, Mm -hmm. right? But Mm -hmm. Joe Biden is good at losing. Yes, he is. Uh, He's lost. (laughs) He's lost many presidential runs. Yeah. I mean, again, he was 
you know, handed the vice presidency mm-hmm. with Barack Obama. But other mm-hmm. than that, I mean, he's run, this would be his third time running. Mm-hmm. And the first two did not turn out well, mm-hmm. uh, 1988 and 2008. Mm-hmm. So here he is again, back in 2020, which is incredible. Uh, Joe Biden running for president. Now, uh, two months ago, he led Kamala Harris uh, 39 to 5, which is a pretty significant lead. Then uh, um, it's high score wins, right? Yes, high okay. score wins. All right, yes. good. I then just it, want to make sure that <laughs> Joe and his team understand that high score wins. The, Keep that in mind. So that was in uh, late April, late May. He led thirty-two to eight, so a twenty-four point lead. Uh, after this debate, he now leads twenty-two to seventeen over Harris, uh, a five-point lead. So he's which lost. is a smaller number than thirty-nine. That's, that's a great point, Glenn. Thank you. Thank I just you. thought I'd throw that I in. I didn't know you were uh, a poor nah, mathematician. I'm, yeah, okay. you know, I, I, I'm not a mathematician, but I play one on, on TV and radio. Yeah, basically the latest poll after the debate, all taken after the debate, it has a four-person sort of fr- top tier mm-hmm. now with Biden at 22%, Kamala Harris at 17%, Elizabeth Warren at 15%, and Bernie Sanders at 14%. So what do you think the two... The, the two most important things that I take from this is the Kamala Harris surge. Mm-hmm. She's basically doubled her, her level of support. In one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. One question, really, is the, is the difference between the poll numbers. Joe Biden, if she hadn't have done that, I'm not sure Joe Biden would have come down, and I'm not sure she would have come so far up. Mm-hmm. But she handled that like a prosecutor. She's a great a prosecutor and a great actress. And uh, I'm not saying that anything she, you know, she said she didn't believe or whatever. I'm just saying that she knows how to package it. She's a good storyteller. Joe Biden was not. He's an old school kind of storyteller. And everybody is, everybody just feels like that just rings totally false. And he seems old and outdated. And she made him look that way immediately. Also, uh, you look at Joe Biden's numbers and you look at Joe Biden's performance. And if you couldn't answer Kamala Harris when you knew that question was going to come up, you knew you were going to be cornered on that. If you, if that's the way you handle it, how are you ever going to handle somebody on stage that is a I mean, he's an IED waiting to go out you step one place and donald trump's gonna blow you up right it's very difficult to prepare for trump because you don't know don't where have, he's coming yeah, from right? no idea where those where those ieds are buried much less predictable than this situation which was totally predictable again you're talking about the biggest story in biden's previous two weeks leading up to this debate whether he had said these things about segregationists and mm-hmm, busing mm-hmm. and stuff and you're 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 next to the top tier candidate who happens to also be african-american how did you not see this coming the other thing that i find very interesting is uh and i would like to see where did those people go who were with bernie sanders it appears as though they went to either warren or harris yeah i you know yeah i would say harris i mean excuse me warren mostly i mean because warren had been making a move before the debate I don't think anyone says that Warren had a, an amazing debate. Uh, she, they did a poll. Part of this poll was who you, who do you think won the debates? So that was uh, uh, Kamala Harris, 41, Elizabeth Warren, 13. Wow. And then Biden, 10, Castro, 4, Sanders, 4, Buttigieg, 3. So, I mean, basically. Well, that's not counting 
Beto, right? Beto has the other. Beto actually showed up a, as a negative number. A I don't know. Maybe a number? misprint. I don't ah, understand. Okay. Uh, you know, so this is a, a situation where Harris had a breakout performance, right? But I mean, again, one breakout performance a year and a half before an election does not win you a nomination. Mm-hmm. She's got to do a lot more than this. Mm-hmm. She, what she did here was get her into the, herself into that top tier. Yeah, now she's got to... And it's really hard to hold. Mm-hmm. It's easier to gain than it is to hold it. Yeah. So she's got to... You, you, you know, if you're on her campaign, you're hoping that she doesn't peak too early here mm-hmm. uh, because she's got to hold this thing. I mean, we can run through the, the names and you'll remember a lot of them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Herman Cain and mm-hmm. Fred Thompson and... Uh, uh, Carly Fiorina had a run like this mm-hmm. uh, in 2016. She had a great debate performance, came up to that top tier, was not able to hold it. Now, Harris was kind of bubbling under that top tier anyway, so this one... I think she's seems, a real deal. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's real. But you know, another thing they show in this poll is who do you think could handle particular issues best? And Harris doesn't particularly perform well when it comes to things like the economy, for example, or healthcare. She performs really well when it comes to race relations, which is one of the four categories they tested. Mm-hmm. But again, race relations, while it's going to be a big issue, certainly in the Democratic primary, as it always is, obviously identity politics are huge. It's not necessarily, you got to do more than that to be able to you know, get elected by the American people as a whole. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one issue and it's an important issue, but it's, it's like they're also going to want you to be good with the economy and health care and all these other things. If so, she can't close the gap on healthcare and the economy, she doesn't win. Because if the economy is good, people are going to be much more reluctant to switch horses midstream when things are good. Mm-hmm. If things are bad, that's going to be the top priority. Also, something else you should look into is um, how do they fare on foreign affairs? Because between uh, Iran and their ally, Russia... Uh, I wouldn't count out real problems uh, internationally sprouting up right before this election. No, I mean, obviously, it's a hu- could be a potentially huge issue. I don't think they tested that. They tested the economy, health care, the climate crisis, and the race relations. Crisis. Uh, and Who's best to handle that? Uh, the climate crisis, Bernie Sanders, apparently. Bernie Sanders is. He's number one, then Biden two, Warren three, Harris four. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, excuse me, that was health care. I remember mm-hmm. that incorrectly. I'm sorry. For the climate crisis, it's a tie. Between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden at nineteen percent, mm. Warren at fourteen, and Harris at six. Mm. Listen to the economy, though. This is a legitimate problem, I think, for Kamala Harris. And why, if you want to make an argument that this is a fleeting moment, bump, because she she has to do more than this. That's the most important takeaway. She she can't just have one moment about race correct. with Joe Biden. She's got to continue this. She can't do. I mean, we've seen this in the past. You know, Mitt Romney was a great example of this. Mm-hmm beats up on Barack Obama in debate number one, but then does basically turns the campaign off for the rest of the time and loses. Uh, like literally, <laughs> like it seemed intentional. Yeah, it almost it seemed like, how could I lose this race? Yeah. Listen to this for the economy. Tell me Harris does not need to improve these numbers. Who's the best for the economy? Number one, Joe Biden, 28%. Number two, Elizabeth Warren, 20%. Number three, Bernie Sanders, 16%. Kamala Harris, 6%. Her, I mean, her her issues are six percent for the economy, ten percent healthcare, six percent climate crisis, twenty nine percent racial relations. It's not enough. It's it's right now. But it's she just is, a moment for her. Here's the thing: she is a prosecutor. She's very very smart. She's she's accomplished. She can do this. This will be hers to lose. She could do this, 
And she, to me, she would make the most fierce opponent. If, if I were advising the president, which I'm not, um, but if I were advising the president, I would be most fearful of her. I would be doing more work if this holds to make sure that you know how to uh, go toe to toe with her because she's going to be a different. Yeah, she's debate. no Hillary. She's right? not Hillary. You have to look at that and, and realize that Hillary was a uniquely terrible candidate. Joe Biden, um, I think he's going to I think he'll crush uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I think he'll do a great job on Joe Biden. I think he'll do a great job on Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I think he'd do a great job uh, against uh, uh, Cory Booker. I, I can't think of anybody that I uh, that I don't think he could crush. Uh, Kamala Harris is different. She'll be able to make him look like a bully easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that happens... I think he would lose. And I think, you know, we talked about this from the very beginning with Harris and that, you know, we've been pretty bullish on her chances to win this primary because of her kind of unique skill set. That being said, she has not been tested in this sort of spotlight before. Uh, She had a great first debate, but that doesn't mean that she's going to be able to perform like that every time. She has, she's won one, you know, she won a Senate race in 2016. Remember, this is not, she's not been around that long. No, and nor she, but she has the experience of being in front of a jury. And she's used to, she's used to winning regular people over, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. You know, and your job as a prosecutor is not just to come up and be prepared for every line of argument, Mm -hmm. which is, 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 is a big deal in a Mm -hmm. debate. But also be able to communicate to regular people with emotion to move them. And to be likable. That's right. And. You know, look, I don't think I, I, a lot of people will tell you that she's not likable, and they, but she's she was able to do it for a, for a pretty long time successfully. That does not mean this translates to a win in the election by any means, but we're, no. we're talking about danger and percentages and cha- what's her chances. And I think her chances are, you know, of all these candidates, she has this sort of skill set that that is dangerous in an election, and which is why, of course, Democrats are throwing money at her like crazy. Uh, the other one they keep talking about is Buttigieg, who looks really bad in these polls. Did not seem to do very well. Buttigieg isn't going to do it. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, the thing about Buttigieg is, man, this guy cannot get an African American to like him. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, it's a big part of this primary, and he'll he can every other group he's okay with, and then it gets to black voters, and they're like zero percent. Has he tried <laughs> to use the Joe Biden trick of using the word man a lot? Not enough. Yeah. Not enough. Hey, Glenn. I'm Pete Buttigieg, man. Man. And man, I got to tell you, man, it's going to be great, man. <laughs> There's some interesting healthcare stuff in here we can go to uh, as well. Here yeah, we're going to take a break mm-hmm. for one minute and then right back into it. It's July 4th, which means summer is heating up and Blinds.com is, help, is here to help you beat the heat with up to 50% off everything right now. This is a huge Independence Day sale. Tasha in Oklahoma said, uh, I love my new blinds. They're gorgeous. They're easy to install. They were easy to clean. We found the best deal at blinds.com for our windows and all the options we were looking for. We've told our family and our friends about blinds.com. We will definitely order again down the road. That's why blinds.com is America's number one online choice for affordable, quality, custom window coverings. And their award-winning design consultants are with you every step of the way for free. They are the number one uh, uh, retailer of this because 
everybody says the same thing and they all tell their family you got to try this oh you got to change the window treatments on your windows you got to go to blinds.com every order gets free shipping 100% satisfaction guarantee all you have to do is go to blinds.com save 50% on everything this 4th of July you'll also save an extra 20% if you use I'm sorry $20 if you use the promo code BECK save 50% off of everything plus an extra 20 bucks on top with the promo code BECK this July 4th it's blinds.com promo code BECK rules and restrictions do apply we break for 10 seconds station ID It's time for us to remember and to uh, renew the oath, I think, that we, we took as a nation in Gettysburg, that we all uh, dedicate ourselves now, uh, that this nation should have a rebirth, and uh, that we would be able to uh, grow and prosper and be a blessing to all mankind. Um, and you can make that commitment uh, this 4th of July weekend at our Mercury Museum. It's 12 score and three years ago, based on the Gettysburg Address, four score and seven years ago. 12 score and three years ago was, was July 4th, 1776. And I'm going to be uh, with the Gettysburg Address and the original um, first draft. It's an 1820 engraving of the first draft from Thomas Jefferson. Uh, of the Declaration of Independence, along with all kinds of other amazing artifacts that tell the story of freedom, the unfinished promise of unity. We have to decide now, what are we going to do? And uh, it's it's a really inspirational um, museum experience, different than anything we've ever done before. We just did exit polls, all the people who were here this last weekend, and they were all saying the same thing. They went through every emotion, but they went. They left here with hope and uh, and real um, feeling of of lightness and and happiness that things are going to be okay. So join us. Twelve score and three years ago, you can get your tickets now at mercuryone.org. That's mercuryone.org. Uh, yesterday, if you bought your tickets, um, you could win a tour with. Uh, with me or with Stu or with David Barton or any of our uh, any of our docents. Uh, this is Troy Wood. Uh, I just drew his name out of the hat. Uh, where's Troy from? He's from Katy, Texas. Okay, so that's the Houston area. When is he coming? He's coming on the 4th. Good. Well, I'll be there. And if he wants to have his... How many tickets did he buy? Bought seven? Well, call him up and see if he wants to take the tour with me uh, uh, this uh, 4th of July. And we invite you to come. I'll be there, and I would love to see you. MercuryOne.org. All this next weekend, beginning 4th of July through the 7th, here in Irving, Texas. Also, didn't we, didn't we have a winner for the Hitler uh, painting? <laughs> we did. We sold the... So we hold a quote-unquote winner, I think, is the... Little little air quotes around that one. So the one who won was Leanne Tawoda. Mm. She is from Sholo, Arizona. 
Uh, she is a supporter of the Nazarene Fund and Mercury One. She just uh, bought. We had, can we get a hold of her? We got to call her. Uh, we'll call her after the break. I don't know what she's going to do with this seven thousand uh, dollar painting that I did for Hitler about Planned Parenthood. But uh, thank you for the winning <laughs> bid of seven thousand uh, dollars for that painting. All of the proceeds uh, will go to. Pro-life movements, two organizations. We'll tell you about that coming up in just a second. And so, so much more in the news today. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, people think that um, they don't need a home security system because they got a, you know, I got a doorbell from Google. I got one of those doorbells that, you know, I can see everything that's going on. Yeah, well, the burglars are probably not going to use a doorbell, okay? I'm just saying, they probably don't use a doorbell. How do you know? Uh, I don't know that for sure, but I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, these are not the things, this is, the Simply Safe is not, you know, one of those, ga- it's not a gadget. It is high quality, top quality, in fact, I think the best in the industry, um, uh, security system for your home. It's the winner of CNET's Editor Choice for Home Security. It won a PC Magazine's Editor's Choice. Wirecutter says it's the best home security. It's an incredible system, and you own it. And the monitoring is only fourteen ninety nine a month, and that hasn't gone up ever since I've been doing commercials for them in the, over five years now. Uh, it is really inexpensive. It is really easy. You own it. No contracts. There's no reason not to have the best security system in your home for your family. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get 15% off your system plus an HD security camera right now. SimplySafeBeck.com. Medicare for all, uh, supposedly very popular. We're going to find out if it's popular the way the Democrats actually plan to implement it coming up. So let's look at uh, the poll numbers for the presidential campaign. This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm Glenn Beck. Stu Bergier is here. He's kind of a numbers freak uh, and has been watching the polls. How stable are these polls, Stu? How accurate do you think they are? I mean, it's it's, you know, they're polls and they're way ahead. When you talk about uh, primary polling this far in advance, it does not. Everything mean, can change. You're right. Everything, everything can, can change. change. But it is the state of the race at this moment. I think it's uh, pretty well reflected in this. And it's not the only poll showing, for example, Harris doubling her support uh, since the debate. Would and, you agree with me that Harris uh, could very likely be the uh, Democratic nominee if she if she can carry her skills into different arenas like the economy and healthcare, and- yeah, I mean she, she has work to do, but she's definitely she has a really good chance of winning this thing. Again, remember she was one of the people raising the most money as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the prediction markets have her in first place now, mm. uh, ahead of both Biden and Warren, Bernie Sanders in fourth, and then uh, you know Buttigieg down in fifth. You know, she has a really, she has a pathway now, right? Does John Hickenlooper have a pathway? No. Probably not, right? No. So the fact that you have a pathway to the nomination is a big deal. Uh, it's just that you can't look at one debate and say, I, I think about 42% of Democrats actually watch the debate. So, you know, more than half of uh, Democrats who are likely to vote didn't even check it out. That's how early we are in this. Could totally change. If Biden has a really good performance in debate number two, he'll probably hold on to this lead and expand it. 
he has an opportunity to not choke this away. Most people, you know, like all things being equal, that's where people land, right? That's where they start. Oh, we already had this guy. We think we can, he can beat Trump. For whatever reason, they gravitate to Joe Biden. Familiarity probably being most prominent among them. and Except and, not real familiarity. Once they watch mm-hmm. him, their opinion is easily changed if he doesn't yeah. meet or exceed their expectations. This next uh, debate, he's got to do well. One of the really interesting things, I think, for Republicans is to win the Democratic primary. You have to go so far left, you put yourself in a position uh, of not being able uh, to come back to the center. Right. How do you come back and then go to the American people and say, well, here's the things I've been saying for six months to win this primary. Now, let me try to pitch them to you. And they're way out of step with everybody Mm -hmm. else. For example, um, one of the big things being floated by the Democrats is Medicare for all. And there's a couple of different flavors of that, Mm -hmm. one of which is uh, to replace private insurance completely. So you'd basically make private insurance. Illegal, illegal and you would have every single person would be on government insurance uh, this is something that even the canadian supreme court said was unconstitutional in canada uh but uh we're, we're supposed to have it here so now that's not that's, that's bernie sanders supported that kamala harris raised her hand to this question she's had a an on again off again relationship with this particular policy mm-hmm. she came out initially and supported it then she backed off of it uh, then during the debate, she raised her hand with Bernie Sanders saying that she supported it. Then when asked again about it, she said, no, what she meant is that she would leave her own personal private insurance to go on the government plan. Oh, that wasn't the question. Right. right. Now, right. when you read the wording of the question, you could theoretically have taken it that way, but it makes mm-hmm. no sense in context, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Bernie Sanders is the only other person raising his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, that policy is only supported by 21% of Americans. So to get to the left and get out to that Bernie Sanders, Bill de Blasio uh, sort of uh, area and maybe which a is a window Warren, ledge, right? Which yeah. is, yes, it is a high, window ledge at the top of a high building mm-hmm. with high winds. Uh, only 21% is with you there. So that's a big, that's going to be really tough to pull back to the center when you come back to the debate. Another thing that every single candidate raised their hand to was, do we give uh, government insurance to illegal immigrants? Every single candidate raised their hand and said, yes, we do. What do the American people think of that? 59% say no way. Uh, so it is a 59% say no. I think it's 38% said yes. Now, Where do these 39% think we're going to get that money? I don't know that they put that much thought into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's not like a bridge too far, really, no. to think, huh, before I give something away, where am I getting the money for that? Mm-hmm. But apparently for 39% or, or, or maybe maybe just 10%. Maybe there are 29% of the people that are like, yeah, we're the richest nation in the world, and we might as well. Maybe. The richest nation in the world is always a strange thing to say when you're 20-some-odd trillion dollars in debt. Yeah, you know, Bernie, uh, uh, Bernie uh, uh, Madoff was one of the richest people around yeah. for a very long time. Huh. How'd that work out? Wasn't really real, was it? Mm-hmm. That's a, kind of a major issue when you come down to these polls. Here's the thing. If Donald Trump can and and his his allies or the people who care about the Constitution, if they can just teach people what socialism is... This isn't a hard race to win. Right. And that's the thing. Most pollsters ask very base level questions like Medicare for all in this poll is is they ask about it and 56% of people say they like it. 
Well, when you drill down into those numbers, the policies actually being presented are not popular at all. Mm-hmm. But if you ask that sort of surface question, you have a nice talking point to go out in front of the media and say, people want this, people want this. Well, everybody wants free stuff. If you say to people, like, hey, it's, you know, Medicare for all is great. And then you say, well, you know, maybe your taxes have to go up a little bit. Then it kind of comes down. Then you say, well, what if they come up two or $300 a month? You get down into the low, you know, 20s pretty darn fast because people theoretically would love. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, if Medicare for all actually gave you good service and it was legitimately free, it was the air we breathe, of course it would be something that people would want. But it doesn't give good service and it costs a fortune. So here's here's an example of drilling down. And, and there's some really disturbing things. There's a new poll out uh, that claims four out of 10 American adults, 40 percent, claim they prefer socialism to capitalism, which is really disturbing, really disturbing. Now, let me give you some of the information on this. Um, 45%, uh, I'm sorry, let me start it with millennials. About half of the millennials say they would prefer socialism. 45% of Gen Xers, more than one third of boomers and one quarter of those 65 or older. So the older you get, the less inclined you are to like socialism. Stunningly, the more you've been exposed to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, The survey found significant uh, portions of various population groups uh, unexpectedly leaning towards socialism. Those segments included one out of every five political conservatives. Twenty one (laughs) percent. Now, I don't think you're a conservative. No, you're you're for socialism. What you are is you are somebody who is a... um, a progressive Republican, one in six adults with a biblical worldview, 15 percent, one out of uh, uh, or sorry, more than four out of 10 residents in the South, 43 percent survey revealed. However, the term socialism is not widely understood. For instance, they found within the 2000 survey respondents when they were asked whether they preferred capitalism or socialist. Uh, socialism, their answers were compared to their preferred form of government in specific governance situations. Those who claimed to prefer capitalism consistently chose the capitalist perspective in 17% of the situation tested, tested, where a mere 2% of those who claimed to prefer socialism consistently opera, uh, opted for that form of government. So in other words, in every case, they would you know, say, hey, do you want the government doing this? You want the government doing this? Those who said they preferred capitalism uh, only chose capitalism uh, 17% of the time in all situations. But when it came to socialism, only 2% who said they were for socialism claimed, yeah, that's, that's what socialism means. Mm. I'm for that. Mm-hmm. So an overwhelming ratio of adults, 12 to 1, say they prefer a nation with individual ownership of private property to one where the, all the property is owned by the government. That's 87% to, to 7%. Okay? That's a pretty wide margin. Notice that the Democrats are talking about that mm-hmm. at this point. By a 6 to 1 ratio, Americans want government to take Uh, take its direction from the people rather than to live in a nation where the population takes its direction from the government. That's 76 to 12. Economically, there are six Americans who want a country featuring uh, prices of goods based on the free market for every person who uh, prefers to have the price goods determined by the government. 
So free market systems, 75 percent government price controls, et cetera, et cetera, 12 percent. Americans prefer a society based on self-reliance instead of government reliance by a five to one ratio, 69 percent to 14 percent. U.S. citizens are four times more likely to desire an economy based on private enterprise than one based upon government-run industries, 65% to 15%. This is where people have to understand the government will be running your health care. It's not going to be a private anything. Government will be running your health care. Americans are more than three times likely to opt for a government with limited power, and agenda defined and monitored by the public than a desire for a government with high ideals and unlimited authority to pursue those ideals. 19% actually say they want that, that a government has high ideals and ultimate power to implement those ideals. 67% say, "Ah, no, thank you. People are twice as likely to want a government of servant leaders whose job is to discern and carry out the will of the people as opposed to a government of experts who have good intentions and some and substantial power to make decisions for the people that's 60 to 28. So what you're what you're finding here is that you're nobody really knows what socialism is when asked where the US is headed in the future a plurality 40% said the United States will be a capitalist society while half as many, 21% said it would be socialist, and one, uh, three out of 10 said, 29%, they had no idea where this, where this country was headed. But when they were asked which best describes the economy of the United States, two-thirds of adults said we are a capitalist nation, 65%. One-eighth, 12%, claimed the U.S. is socialist, and a larger share, 19%, said, I absolutely have no idea. <laughs> the economic system most closely aligned to your principles and the principles taught in scriptures, four out of 10 said they didn't know. The rest was split evenly between socialism and capitalism. 30% said that's more biblical socialists, uh, and 26% said capitalism. The the more you don't believe in God, the higher the percentage is for you to believe in uh, socialism. And there were 4% who believed the best thing that we could be is a communist country. So that's good. All the president really has to do is just really define what capitalism and mm-hmm. what socialism really is. Define the free market and freedom and reiterate what these people are actually saying. And I think you'll have um, a much easier road to hoe. Patriot Mobile reminds you that Google and YouTube are not just silencing conservatives online. They are also manipulating their algorithms to interfere with the 2020 election. Meanwhile, companies like Verizon and AT&T are taking the proceeds from your mobile phone bill and funding progressive candidates and causes. This includes promoting illegal immigration, abortion, and gun control. Every time you pay your cell bill, if you're with AT&T or Verizon, every single time you're helping them fund illegal immigration, abortion, and gun control. What are we doing? What are we doing? Now, you can boycott and have crappy service. Or you can switch to Patriot Mobile and have great service and and also say, I, I'm not supporting any of those things. 
They have unlimited plans starting as low as $25 a month. You'll get the same crystal clear nationwide service with a portion of your bill going to support the candidates and the causes that you believe in. They have already spent $2 million on freedom of speech issues. Switching is really easy. You just go to PatriotMobile.com, select your plan, and get a free month of service when you use the offer code BECK. You're going to save a buttload of money. You're going to get the same great service, and you're not going to be selling out your values every time you pay your phone bill. You do have a choice, so make the switch today. It's simple. PatriotMobile.com. Go to PatriotMobile.com. Use the promo code BECK. Uh, what is, uh, what's coming out for movies this weekend? You know, July 4th usually is a big movie weekend. Uh, I know Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, that's the big one. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, yeah. That's, uh, the one that's going to dominate the, the, uh, box office. Getting very good reviews, by the way. Is it? 90, 93% from Rotten Tomatoes. Looks good. Uh, did you hear about the yellow jacket nests that are happening, uh, in Alabama? I I've heard that they're large. Is this the ster- super nests super is nest. what they're called. They have found uh, about 90. Ugh. Some of them reaching the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Um, oh, my gosh. This is when, I'm a little nervous. About do we still that. have the blow up the planet button somewhere? I think that's what it would be. The, you know, yellow jackets don't lose their stinger. Uh, yellow jackets also like to sting humans. They they're not afraid of humans. Most bees and everything else don't like. They only sting when you know they they really have to because they die rather. They lose their stinger and they die. Um, yellow jackets not so much. So they can sting you over and over again. And if you if you're swarmed by le- yellow jackets, you can die uh, from that because uh, they just keep stinging you. Imagine uh, a a a yellow jacket nest the size. Of a car. I saw one nest. They took a picture of one of the nests that was in like this, like 56 Buick that had been in a barn and the windows rolled down and the entire interior Ugh. was a nest. Oh, gosh. They're saying if you stumble into one of these, uh, back up immediately and call a professional to go and destroy that nest and people want natural things N- nature sucks <laughs> that does, does. A, a perfectly good buick yeah. ruined by yellow yeah. jackets what do yellow jackets do i mean is there a purpose for them i mean horror okay <laughs> okay okay other than that you're listening to glenn It's Independence Week on the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. There's a lot to talk about, including freedom of speech, and we can talk about freedom of speech, at least at this hour. Mainly because we're not located anywhere near Portland, Oregon. We'll tell you what is the latest in the Portland uh, Antifa scandal. Or, I'm sorry, the Antifa Pride Parade. Because uh, it was not a scandal. Nothing happened there. Nothing to see. We'll talk about that and what the mayor said yesterday in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Um, 
by the way, Dr. No, as I like to call him, Andy No, is going to be on with us tomorrow. You don't want to miss that. So here it is, July 4th. Summer is heating up. Uh, it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter here in Texas. I think yesterday it was 214. Uh, so it's, you know, no big deal. Uh, your house, you know, because of all the windows, if you don't have blinds, it's only about, well, you could cook a, cook, uh, you could cook a turkey uh, in your house, which is also very pleasant to come home to. July 4th, summer is heating up, and so are the deals at Blinds.com. They can help you beat the heat with up to 50% off everything right now. Um, Saturday morning, one Saturday morning, Tanya and I started uh, to finally look at blinds uh, and drapes for our, our bedroom. And we were you know, talking about it, and we got online, and the selection, there's so much. And we're like, I don't know. And so we were talking about, hey, can we get a designer on? And I said, just get one of the free designers. And so she, you know, uh, got online and, and I said, you know, Tuesday is good for me, maybe. And then it, then we're into the week after that. All of a sudden we get a, a note back from one of the blinds.com designers and they said, uh, you you available to do this right now? Um, Yes. It was really amazing. And they totally transformed the look of our bedroom. Uh, and they can change the look of your your house, a room, or your entire house, and save you a ton of money right now on Fourth of July weekend. Right now, it's fifty percent off everything. Fifty percent off everything, and if you use the promo code Beck, you're going to get an extra twenty dollar dis- uh, twenty dollar discount. Just use the promo code Beck when you go to blinds.com. This sale is happening this weekend. 50% off of everything at blinds.com. Use the promo code Beck. Save an extra 20 bucks. It's blinds.com. Promo code Beck. Welcome to the program. Um, Antifa, we have to decide as a nation, what are we doing? We have to decide whether we're going to have uh, law and order in our towns or not. And remember, chaos is the operative word. Who is the author of all chaos? If you're religious, you believe that that is uh, a dark force, Satan. That is the author of chaos and discord. He he sows these seeds because we can do greater damage than he could ever do. We'll tear each other apart. So chaos is the word that you need to look for. Anytime there's chaos, that is not moving in the right direction. Portland is intentionally moving towards chaos. Now, you could give the mayor a break uh, because... You know, he said he was going to be a law and order guy. And then he got in and Antifa surrounded his house and said, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to take care of you and your children uh, if you come out against us. And he's been great with Antifa ever since he loves Antifa. Now, a man of courage would have uh, called the police and made sure that his family was uh, safe. And then he would have said and. We're not going to put up with this kind of bullying in our town. But he didn't. Yesterday, uh, he came out and gave a statement. The police immediately 
um, came back and said, yeah, yeah, he, he needs to uh, he needs to to tell us that we can go do these things. He he said that, you know, they, they didn't want to they didn't want to interfere with Antifa because they're afraid that, you know, that would just, you know, set them on fire and it would just it would just really irritate them. Oh, no. Not irritate, not not have them not have them get violent. You know, you could do that with shoplifters. Man, if I'm just going to cause trouble and cause a scene in the store, and I know the store says, we just don't want any disruptions, just let it go. Gosh, what am I doing? Where am I? I'm at that store stealing stuff all day long. Yeah, upsetting criminals has not typically been the focus of how you design laws. Mm. We want to avoid the hurting the feelings of a particular criminal. Not usually thus, the motivation. Thus? oppression oh oppression Oppression. right okay yes oppression Mm -hmm. i mean that's why we have oppression right now i mean they're not oppressing anybody in portland and uh and not even the guy with his brain bleeding he wasn't oppressed at all what what about his rights does he get any what about the what about the elderly guy with the crowbar to the side of the head does that guy get any rights or no the rights to a crowbar i would be suing the city for every dime, I'm that I'm that guy. I'd be suing them. If I'm Andy, uh, Andy, no, I'm doing the same thing. I'm suing the city. Where were you? I warned you. I'm on tape warning you. Help me. They are harassing me. It's getting worse. You did nothing. You weren't even around. I have a brain bleed in the hospital. Why? Because you weren't around. Where were you? That's a pretty good question. Uh, and I think they would lose that in court if it was, you know, as long as it wasn't help, held in. I mean, Portland is becoming Chicago and and uh, uh, Al Capone is Antifa. They're running the city. Whatever Antifa decides to do, they want to close streets down, they'll close streets down. Who else could get away with that? You think you could close your neighborhood block street down without the police shutting you down? With everybody in the neighborhood saying, no, we wanted to shut this street down. We were having a block party. You couldn't do that. Yeah. A friend of mine does a party every year where they actually block their street off. And they live in the middle of like, you know, there's no car traffic at all where they are. But they they block the street off. They do like a little neighborhood run. And they have to get permits from from the city to be able to block off this street that like four cars go down per year. Correct. You couldn't do it. No, you can't do it. You can't do it. But they can. And they can do it without any problems. And we've seen how many times have we played these videos where people are trying to take a left on a public street. Antifa standing there in front of these people trying to take a left, mm-hmm. forcing them to go right when they don't want to go right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times police present that will do nothing. Well, they just will not stop it because they are worried about. I mean, this is the, you know, this is the inmates running the asylum. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, it mm-hmm. really is in mm-hmm. Portland. And, you know, they've elected now. They've been able to elect someone. It was like, the, did you watch um, uh, Wild Wild Country, the documentary on Netflix uh, that, mm-hmm. that came out, I guess, last year? And mm-hmm. it's a story of the the cult that went into Oregon and moved all their, like, you know, all these thousands of, like, people in this, like, cult, which was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so one of the things they did was they just started... Once they started, you know, butting heads with the local residents, they decided to just start running their own people, and all of them voting these people into office. 
And that's they eventually changed the name of the town and changed the names of the streets and all of this stuff because the, but this is essentially what Portland is doing. The people who are who want Antifa being a main presence in their city are the ones running it. Mm-hmm. So they look the other way every single time when these things go wrong. Well, you have Justice Democrats. You see who mm-hmm. Justice Democrats just got elected in New York? It was... Uh... Uh, well, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, and not she's that long from ago. Brooklyn, right? Uh, Bronx, Queens, Queens, Queens. That's yeah, right, Queens. Right. Mm-hmm. So they just got another person elected in Queens, mm. uh, and this one's great. Now, Justice Democrats are the ones who got Ocasio Cortez uh, elected. Mm-hmm. They put out. This is all verified. Um, they put out a basically a casting call looking for somebody that could run for Congress. Ocasio-Cortez, this is all in her documentary. Mm-hmm. Ocasio-Cortez's brother says, oh, my sister would be great. So she convinced her to go to talk to Justice Democrats. They look at all these people, interview all these people, and they pick Ocasio-Cortez, and then they run her campaign. And they are the ones that were behind it. Okay, She's a, she's a shill. It didn't start with her. It started with Justice Democrats, and they went for a casting goal. Well, I've done another one. This time... For the uh, district attorney's office, the district attorney uh, won in her own tweet. She said uh, that the reason why she ran is because her great coalition of ex-cons, illegal immigrants, and sex workers; those were the people going door to door. The swing vote. Yes. <laughs> The swing vote. The swinger yes, vote. The swing vote. Mm-hmm. So the ex-cons, the sex workers, and the illegal immigrants mm. were the ones campaigning for the district attorney, the chief lawmaker. So now Justice Democrats have have gotten elected to the to the office of the chief enforcer of the law, somebody who says she's not going to enforce the law. Mm-hmm. And she won. And this has been a strategy from Democrats for a while. We we covered years ago the Secretary of State project, which yep. was similar. Basically, yep. the idea being put radicals in the mold of George Soros, who was mm-hmm. a big funder of the organization, mm-hmm. uh, to get into the positions to make the decisions if there is any uh, election mm-hmm. uh, stuff to deal with. Like if it's a close election and you have recounts, you have election ir- irregular- irregularities. You have a justice Democrat. You have a, a secretary of state project person there in the position of power to go in and make those decisions on the close calls. The same thing here, right? When if you want an Antifa to thrive and you have a law and order person in charge, well, then they're going to actually enforce the law. But if the reason that person is in charge is because groups like Antifa and their and their uh, close associates and allies gave you you know hundreds of thousands millions of dollars to or, win that race or just or just the manpower to do it or just the manpower and get you into office it, you owe them your job you owe them your career mm-hmm. of course you're not going to crack down on them they're the but, good guys but this is even worse this is justice democrats who want all of that stuff their close allies are marxist revolutionaries mm-hmm. um they picked so it's not like hey you owe us no, they they went out and found somebody that believed what they believed and would do what they say they yeah. want to be done. Yeah, yeah, so, hand-picked. Yeah. yeah, this is a hand-picked person. I'm telling you, uh, 
it's just going to it's just going to boil down. You're going to look at New York City and that little enclave is just going to burn itself down to the ground. And everybody will say, what happened? What happened? Oh, I don't know. You had Marxists running it. How is that going to work out? I mean, it's it's it is really getting crazy. And and by the way, this justice Democrat uh, won against a Democrat, a five term Democrat. So they're not really taking on the right. They're taking on the Democrats. There is a civil war going on. And because the media won't talk about it, that most Democrats have no idea how radical their party really is becoming. The, the inmates are running the asylum. Do you know that um, in, in the days of our founders... 50% of the population was in agonizing pain. We didn't live past really 40 in most cases, uh, you know, before modern medicine. Uh, and I think part of it is like, you can't take it anymore. Imagine the, the, the toothaches. Imagine the headaches. Imagine, you know, the cut fingers, anything that you use just aspirin for. of the population was in agonizing pain. No, thank you. We're in modern times. There is no reason for pain. However, the painkillers that we have, many of the strongest ones are are narcotics. You get to fentanyl, and it's a nightmare. Uh, That is an end-of-life drug uh, only. That's what it's supposed to be used for. You're at the end of your life. Go ahead. Take them out of pain because you'll, I mean, it'll kill you eventually. Well, you need something natural. You need something good. You need something that will actually help your body on multiple fronts by reducing inflammation. My quality of life has gone through the roof because of relief factor. You take it three times a day. Take it as directed. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You take that three times a day, and you will feel dramatically better. 70% of the people who take it do feel better. ReliefFactor.com. Go there now. Try their three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. So Stu is going to go on the uh, museum tour with me today. Very excited about that. Yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, it's amazing stuff out there, and I have not uh, been able to go through it yet. Yeah, so. so I'm going to I'm going to give him uh, a tour so he can promptly forget it for his tour mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on Friday. You and Jeffy are giving a couple of tours, I think, on Friday. Our tours are the best tours because you get the information. It's sure it's secondhand. Usually, I'm just like listening to right. Uh, You'll get about every third point. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but I, you know, I'll listen to like David Barton, and I, if you've ever seen David Barton speak, he says 943 words per minute. Mm-hmm. So if I'm giving you a third of that, you're doing really well. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then we add on to the things, you know, into our tour that you don't get from the other tours. Like Jeffy saying, there will be some grunting Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. that will be present Mm -hmm. in the tour. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think Jeffy also has uh, like push pops and things like that uh, stored all around the studio. So you're probably going to stop and get some push pops. There will be some some treats most likely around. Yeah. You can ask Jeffy about how uh, God seemingly is trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, he's had a heart attack and had a tornado hit his house within the last year. Well, when you say tornado, <laughs> when you say tornado, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was a category zero. But it did rip the roof off of a it's good chunk a of his zero. house. It's still a zero. Well, I mean, it hit Jeffy's house, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean, Jeffy. it's like the little pig's house that was made of straw. It was a category zero. I, I, he told I, me that the other day. I said, what, 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 what? You know, what level was this? And he went, uh, zero. I said, what? <laughs> zero. Oh, it wasn't yeah, well, even categorized as a tornado, but it ripped his roof off well, of his house. Well, they do category zero tornadoes. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I will say. <laughs> Isn't it appropriate, though, that a zero ripped would hit, up would hit, would hit Jeffy? Jeffy? Yes, yeah. that is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it legitimately did, like take the roof off of a chunk of his house i've seen the pictures yeah i, I mean, mean it's, it's bad. bad yeah it's really bad by the way just an update for those of you who are fans of the show uh pat's doing really well really really well right he had a big surgery uh on wednesday yep, or that, fr- no, friday it was right a damn doctor owes me money i said take out the vocal cords while you're in there you know do something do something fun you know, something you've never done, and you're like, ooh, who knew? Who knew your stomach could be sewn to your, your mouth uh, in a surgery like that? Mm. What a mistake. Yeah. Didn't do any of that. Are you sure they didn't, like, implant one of the aliens from from the movie Aliens, like, in his stomach, so that later on, like, could be. Uh, while he's on the air one day. Could be. Just bursts out. It just bursts out. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that's good. Gonna, that would go viral. That would completely go viral. Yeah, so he should be back. Uh, he's got like seven weeks of recovery, but he was up and around and feeling good. He said, you know, he's got feeling back in his arm again. He just had uh, four discs removed from his neck. Uh, and for some reason, they can do the neck quite well, but they can't do the lower back. I don't know why. Uh, but that's but I mean, ever since I've known Pat, one of I think the first year we knew each other, he was having back surgery. And it did not work out well. And he's always had this problem ever since I've known him. And he's miserable. Pat would be, Pat would be a different person if he didn't have this back issue. He is dealing with it all, all the time. The time. Really serious pain. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah. I mean, it has been ever since I've known him, he's been destroyed by it. And this isn't going to get rid of that, by the way, we should point out. No. This he's is... still going to be miserable. And that might be one of the things you like about the show, Pat Gray Unleashed. Is he's miserable. Is he's miserable. And- he is the guy who's just like, get off my lawn. <laughs> he's that guy. You crazy kids. What are you doing with your hippie talking, dope smoking, <laughs> those marijuana cigarettes talking about socialism? Get off my lawn. That's what I love about the show. Yeah, me too. I want him to to yell at the kids about socialism. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he'll be back yelling at kids about socialism very, very soon. soon. Yes. Very soon. Don't, very soon. You, you won't miss that. All right. So anyway, if you want to come to our museum, please do. It is 4th of July weekend, and I can't think of a better way to spend it with your kids. We try to do something special we haven't done anything special for the last few years and i don't like it i mean fourth uh, of july was always a very important holiday in my family and uh we've just kind of lost that tradition i remember one of the first years you uh decided to go to a town that you picked entirely because it, it was white uh, near cleveland 
Uh, at least that's what the local paper accused you of. Yeah. They said, you remember this? Yeah, I remember saying, can we find the whitest town right. in America? I remember those meetings yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Well, where's Whitesville? Right. And uh, <laughs> we, we found finally it. located it. It yeah, was near Cleveland, surprisingly. Right, right. This year, we're going to be here at the Mercury Studios celebrating 4th of July with you and your family. Get your tickets now at mercuryone.org. That's mercuryone.org. It's open from July 4th through the 7th. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Well, Blinds.com is having a sale. Do you hear that? They're having a sale. 50% off of everything. 50% off right now. It was the first co- the first company to offer direct-to-consumer blinds. This was back in the 90s when the internet was dial-up. Imagine. Hey! I don't even know what this dial-up stuff is, but I want some blinds. And they it actually worked. And this is why they are now the number one uh, sales uh, company on, on window treatments on the Internet. Because they've made it super, super easy. Because they were like, no, okay, okay, all right. Turn your computer off and then on again. No, dot doesn't, you don't spell it D-O-T. That means it's a period. That's the kind of stuff they had to go through. Now, they are so easy to bl- to order windows, shades, shutters, drapes, blinds, whatever you need for your windows. 50% off everything this July 4th weekend. And 4th of July, you'll also get an extra 20 bucks off the top if you use promo code BECK. That's promo code BECK at blinds.com. And if you're in Texas, you want to celebrate the 4th of July, right? Come to the museum. Go to mercuryone.org to get your tickets right now. Uh, just an interesting side note, I guess. Uh, the uh, uh, Showtime is doing a Fox News series. Uh, and uh, I'm sure it's absolutely accurate. Uh, it's called The Loudest Vo- uh, Voice. Um, and uh, Russell Crowe is playing uh, Roger Ailes, started this last weekend, uh, and it showed uh, the beginning of the Hannity show um, when Roger Ailes hired. Uh, I'd love to talk to Sean to see if he even saw it. I didn't see it. I'm sure he didn't either, but uh, how accurate hmm. he thinks this is. Because I, 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 you, you have some hmm? you have some interesting episodes coming up as well. I do. I do. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm looking at the cast here, mm-hmm. and uh, a uh, Josh McDermott, uh, mm-hmm. who was in Walking Dead, Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. among other shows, mm-hmm. playing you in this mm-hmm. particular series. <laughs> we do I, need, to, of course, have clips of this I, uh, uh, ready. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be very flattering. You know, how could they portray you in a way that isn't flattering? That's what I, that's what my question would be. I, I can't think of a way I mean, to make no, it negative. I can't. I can't. No, I'm sure Or at least more either. negative than it's already been. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? True. What's weird is looking at Russell Crowe in Roger Ailes' office. Were you ever in his office? Maybe. Maybe once. Hiding under his desk. I had a, I have a I have a Me Too story coming out soon, yeah. so I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to break that news ruin yet. It for everybody. But you look at him in the office and stuff, and 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 at least the pictures I haven't seen the movie. The picture looks like his office, uh, and uh, and it looks like uh, Roger from a distance. Yeah, I mean this is I mean this, this is gonna be this, interesting. It's been inter- it's interesting too. They waited until Ailes died before doing all of these things. There's a big documentary that came out. Uh, was it Netflix? I think a documentary. You were in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, about Roger Ailes, mm-hmm. 
And now that he's gone and and no longer can defend himself, there's well, a lot but it's of, not. I mean, wait a minute. No, I will be that, fair. This book came out while he was alive. The book it's this series is based on. So. Yeah, and and the documentary, uh, uh, I thought was reasonably fair. They definitely took. They went to great pains to not just show the bad side of Roger yeah. Ailes, which was usually they will not do that in these right. things. They showed that he was really a genius and did do a lot of amazing right. things in the industry, not just related to Fox News. I mean, his whole life was. Basically, he was an Emmy Award winner. Yeah, People I mean, he won or not an Emmy, a Tony. Right, right. right he won yeah. a Tony. I mean, that's crazy. He was a Broadway guy. His first play that he ever did on Broadway was called hot L Baltimore and, uh, Norman Lear bought it from him. Uh, and, and he's the guy who found it and Norman Lear bought it from him, bought the rights, did a TV show based on it. And, uh, and it won a Tony. I mean, the guy was no dummy when it came to entertainment. Now this has a pretty big uh, cast too. Russell Crowe, Sienna Miller, Seth MacFarlane, Naomi Watts, isn't it? Uh, all on Showtime. I was thinking though about this. You've had an interest. We need to go back through these at some point because the stuff comes and goes so fast that you forget about it. But there's been a lot of portrayals of our own Glenn Beck uh, over the years. I mean, you had two. I think two episodes of The Simpsons, at least one of South Park. You had uh, Jason. I don't know if I ever saw the South Park one. Really? Uh-uh. Yeah, it was Cartman. You. <laughs> When that was the most accurate portrayal, I thought. <laughs> I mean, it's basic. It's almost like you've based your persona on Cartman. Yeah, uh, if I you believe think about it. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah, you're growing into the role. Let's put it yes. that way. Thank you. Uh, you also have um, Jason Sudeikis, uh, who did who played you. I think it was him on Saturday Night Live, right? Didn't a bunch remember. of times. Yeah. Um, over and now you have this series, which is uh, about Roger Ailes. There was something There's, else I saw recently. There was a there's a Boston Legal. Remember Boston yeah, Legal yeah, that yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. You were on that. Uh-huh. Uh, there was and sometimes they they do it and they they just like portray a a Glenn Beck esque character. Yeah, which they don't actually call Glenn Beck, which is blatantly based on you. You're writing on a chalkboard right. saying crazy. Well, that was the Homer Simpson, theories. the one where he became right. uh, a TV show host. Yeah, and he was crying all the time and writing at a chalkboard and using crazy things. Like, I think he had a bacon cake yeah. or something like that. And he was like, this is the United States. <laughs> was, it, was it a family guy, too, on, on, on that? I don't I feel remember. like there was a family guy where maybe we Peter should, portrayed you as well. We should find we should find them all. Because I don't know if I've... That would be a good web page. Just have all those in the same place. Yeah. Because remember when, remember when this was all happening, we were, you know, people would say, hey, you know, you see Saturday Night Live? We're like, no. Oh, they did a big sketch on you. Huh. And then we'd move on. Right. You wouldn't even and know so there was it. like so many shows that did stuff that we never even saw. Yeah, you got mentioned on, on, on Saturday Night Live during the election, uh, the, during 2016. And I remember, you know, they re, re, they do like four new episodes a year, I think, yeah, Saturday Night Live well, at this point. it's very tough. It's very difficult for them to very come up difficult. with those three terrible sketches that mm-hmm. they come up with. Um, but they, it was a sketch about the election and you were talked about in it. Yeah. The decent, you know, like 30 or 45 seconds of one of these monologues is about yours, you know, whatever you were doing at the time. And I didn't see it until the rerun. And I was just like, this is amazing. Like here, I, I work with this guy every day and Saturday night live. Remember this is Saturday night live. The one that said, you know, Russia, I can see it from my house. It like changes the course of elections now is so invisible that they're talking about a guy I sit across from every day and I didn't even know about it. Like, that is everything a bizarre is, Everything change. has changed. Really I has. mean, 60 Minutes. 
60 Minutes, remember when 60 Minutes would set the news? There were yeah. two things that set the news for a week, and that was the New York Times and 60 Minutes. The New York Times still kind of sets the, you know, the pace for most of the media news. Um, but 60 Minutes, you never hear anybody talking about that anymore. And sometimes they, they do really interesting things. I mean, 60 Minutes has a lot of liberal bias, but some of the reporting has nothing to do with politics. And some of it's really interesting. Um, you know, the, uh, I can't, the I can't one, remember the, the last time I watched a 60 Minutes. I just watched something on there recently, and it was, it was pretty interesting. I can't remember. On actually TV? No, or, yeah. no, it was on the website. When's the last time you actually sat down and watched a network TV show? Like a major network TV show? Yeah, like ABC, NBC, Fox. And I'm CBS. assuming you're not going to allow me to include like the NBA Finals. No. Or no, uh, no, no. Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, because if that's the case, I think mine would be the Super Bowl. Right. No. And uh, before that would be the Super Bowl. <laughs> the previous year's Super Bowl. Jeez. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of one that I've watched. I honestly, I mean, the I'm only- having trouble even naming them. I, I, you know, Saturday Night Live. Uh, I maybe there was. I can't Name the Thursday that. night lineup uh, in the '80s or '90s of NBC. Right, you Friends to- and Seinfeld, and you know, uh, name it in order. Can you oh, do it? I don't know. Can you do it in order? Uh, but I mean, in the '80s, it was like Cosby and right all those Cosby. Family Ties. Family Ties. Uh, <laughs> then it was uh, Cosby Family Ties. Then it was, oh, shoot, uh, Cheers. Right. Right. Oh, what a freaking then lineup. Then Night Court. Oh, my God. Then L.A. Law. I couldn't tell you two shows back-to-back on network television any day I, of the week, any network. I can't I can either. I mean, I know like a Sunday, I, like Fox has Family Guy still on and The Simpsons still on. That's um, probably the only one. That in yeah. 60 minutes because they've been running ever since. Right. The, but those are like obviously, I mean, I think Family Guy's in its like 20th season or something. Mm. I mean, Simpsons is what, 30th? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think about how culture has changed since that came out. incredible. On. But I mean, we could all sit here and, and rattle off Netflix shows, right? I mean, like yes. that, that is, look at the, the change. I, that is amazing. Remember Netflix. The thing I love about Netflix is, first of all, they're just a DVD company, right? They're mailing DVDs to people's houses. That's how they start. And all of a sudden, they make that announcement, and they switched over to, to streaming. And at the time, this is when we were kind of first getting into this with The Blaze. People thought it was insane. You'd have to go, and like it, everything would buffer, and it wouldn't work, and no one wanted to deal with it. And then they had that time that they, I think, I want to say they raised prices, and there was story oh, after yeah. story They're after over. story about how they were over. They've let down all their subscribers. This is going away. And then here they are. Uh, now, you know, I mean, really, the the force of entertainment is, I mean, there's no one even close to matching it. I mean, Amazon has a place there in Hulu, I guess, but it's really just Netflix. And they, no, Amazon is pretty good. It's, it's secondary, is, but it's there. secondary, but it's there. But the selection for for uh more i think the selection on amazon is better than uh netflix but the netflix you know special movies you know netflix only Mm -hmm. those are probably better than the amazon things but and the crazy part about that is netflix at one point in a moment of desperation their founder went in and almost sold netflix to blockbuster 
for I want to say it was like $75 million. It was like, I mean, on the scale of what it is today, nothing. And they were in a point where it was like things were not going well and they were wondering whether they were going to make it. They met, had several meetings, and Blockbuster was the one that said no. They didn't think. Blockbuster yeah. said no. Yeah. That's there's an still, Do you know there's still one Blockbuster left in the Is there still States? one? Yeah. There's one. It's in Oregon. It's the last one left. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, do they own the the entire light? Did the entire company <laughs> just end up in that one? Like, franchisee is like, yeah. I'm the president of Blockbuster, and hey, don't forget, return that video. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. <laughs> right now, in honor of Fourth of July, Simply Safe has put together a really great offer. Simply Safe Home Security has incredible protection with intuitive, thoughtful design at a fair, reasonable price. Simply Safe. They have the entry sensors, motion sensors, glass break security cameras, everything that you need to stop criminals from touching your home. Now, as a special bonus, you can get 15% off of this package that has all of that, plus a free HD camera, complete protection for your home. Simply Safe has won all kinds of awards. To me, they just are the best um, for me. I don't care what CNET says or Wirecutter or anybody else. Uh, what I care about is how it works in my home. And it is really, really easy. It is really inexpensive, especially comparatively. You, I mean, some people are paying $50 a month for monitoring. What are you doing? It's fourteen ninety nine, And there's no contract. So you can cancel it any time. You can say, you know what? I don't want it this month. But next month we're going on vacation. So I definitely want to have you monitor. 15% off now for Independence Week, plus a free HD security camera. That's a $100 value, plus the 15% off. You can only find it at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, just looking at some of the numbers here uh, on the border. It appears that when you actually put National Guard troops at the U.S.-Mexico border, things change. Uh, Mexico sent 15,000 National Guard troops to the U.S.-Mexican border and then froze the bank accounts of 26 human traffickers with probable links with human trafficking and illegal aid to migrant caravans. So here's what happened. Apparently, the, uh, the number of apprehensions has dropped by nearly 35%. So all we need is to say we're going to enforce the law and the people on the other side saying they're going to enforce the law and look what happens. Now, that is a different way of looking at things. You know, who would have thought of enforcing the law? It's a radical idea. Do you think it could work? I don't think it could work. Uh, I don't think it could work. It just doesn't seem possible. But I guess, uh, you know, we live in a, in a golden age. Uh, and maybe this will actually work. Mm. I don't know. We have so much, uh, we have so many other more important things to look at. Like, for example, setting our journalists to find Facebook posts where people make fun of public figures. Amen. That is journalism. Amen. 
Can you imagine tracking down such a thing on the internet? No. People no. saying nasty things about public figures? Especially when the mm. politicians are so good. Yeah. You know, when they're saying... when Because the politicians, they know. They know what they're talking about. And we're, we're again, doubting them on the border. We mm-hmm. doubted them about Antifa. Yeah. And do you remember when all of the media and the, and the uh, politicians were saying great things about Antifa? I do kind of remember that. Let me refresh. Mm-hmm. Here, it, here it is. Flashback montage, please, of uh, the Antifa uh, lovers in the press. Tonight, all punches are not equal morally. In the eyes of the law... Yes, but in the eyes of good and evil, Mm. here's the argument. They are strictly principled anti-fascists. And what they see in the Trump administration and what they see happening in this country, they see see the neo-fascism that we see. And they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and Mm. white nationalists wherever they may show up. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, (laughs) fighting. Listen, there's... You know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence. I think that a lot of people recognize that when pushed, self-defense is a legitimate response to white supremacist and neo-Nazi violence. The problem is to equate the violence in reaction against bigotry with the bigotry itself is to misunderstand the fact that when you go to cancer treatment, the radiation is tough treatment, but it is meant to remove the cancer. There's a group Uh, of mm anti-fascists called the Black Bloc, which do tend to get violent. Their idea is, look, nonviolent hasn't worked and we are going to try to stop this but they wouldn't have been there they wouldn't have been anywhere near there had it not been for the fact that white supremacists neo-nazis were out scaring the living daylights mm. out of most of the people in that town thuggishness is thuggishness wherever it comes from politically and, and we should be the first to call it out i disagree <laughs> <laughs> That's solid. I disagree. Uh, I disagree. Guess which one was uh, invited back, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. for more uh, more interviews later. All right. Tonight, David Barton is uh, joining us. David's been a whirlwind tour. He was just on with Steven Crowder. He was on with Ben Shapiro on his podcast mm-hmm. over the weekend. Uh, and he's appearing tonight on my television show. We're going to talk a little bit about liberty, what it means, freedom, and what it means and what our choices are ahead of us as we get ready for the July 4th weekend, our Independence Weekend, tonight, 5 o'clock only on The Blaze TV. You're listening to Glenn Beck.